I caught up with media magnate Kerry Stokes on the weekend in Washington, D.C. He was part of that high-powered business delegation that travelled over from Australia uh, to meet Donald Trump with Malcolm Turnbull. So I'm here with Kerry Stokes at the National Governors Association here in Washington, D.C. And um, Kerry Stokes, of course, is part of this high-powered business delegation that has come to Washington to meet with Donald Trump and the state governors um, on this uh, historic visit of Malcolm Turnbull. Kerry Stokes, what has the visit been like so far? Um, It's actually been a little bit overwhelming. I've been on several of these rather high-powered delegations before. Normally, it's one-dimensional. That is, we go and we do something and it's over. The difference here has been not just at the higher level, but at the level of the governors, there's been such an interaction both for business and in particular for the states. And the states and their interaction with the governors of America has been unprecedented. And their enthusiasm to accept the Australian premiers has been really exciting. You met Donald Trump um, at the White House yesterday. I did, yes. And what is he like in person? Um, Impressive. Donald Trump is the consummate business person who wants to talk business. The thing he wanted to talk about was how much money we spent with Caterpillar. What did that mean for American jobs? And you have to admire the focus, which says, my job is to look after American jobs. And to that extent, he also had a really warm engagement with Malcolm Turnbull, which was very interesting to see. Yes, that's something that many of your delegation has remarked to me is really um, the quite natural rapport between the two men who have such different styles but seem to have an enormous amount in common, strangely. Well, Malcolm was a merchant banker barrister. Donald is a businessman. We always use merchant bankers and, and, and there's a natural relationship that works there. And Malcolm himself was a businessman and so Donald has some rapport and he obviously has a nice warm friendship which is pretty important. We had access to the entire cabinet which meant treasury briefings, security was there, head of his cabinet. Uh, This was an open and frank exchange which I haven't experienced before. Now can I ask you about the media? How do you see the media landscape developing in Australia and globally over the future? We're in a, obviously in a state of transition. We have to do things differently and better. Um, I'm one of the those still convinced that there's long life left in newspapers and that opinion of journalists qualified who are have done their time and whose opinion are, are worthwhile, not necessarily that I agree with, but who have worthwhile opinions, there is a space for that and we've can project those opinions and we have we have a future. We have to adapt the way we do business. Your blogs are, are an example, but we also need to ensure that people pay for their news and the paywalls are now a thing of, of importance. But we also need to curb the rapacious appetites of Facebook and Google and I get so, I cannot believe that Facebook is unregulated. I cannot believe that Mark Zuckerberg yesterday said they'll be able to determine children who might be suicidal online. He said that. 
and, and so the algorithms can determine a suicidal child online, what else are they looking at? They are totally unregulated. They collect this data and they can apply it any way they want. Russia can use them, anyone can use them, unregulated. It's, it's, it's worse than standard oil in the 20s. And so do you think the ACCC is looking into Google and Facebook? Uh, do you think, and similar inquiries happening around the world, do you think that there will be uh, some sort of curb of their power and influence? There has to be. Unless there is, we'll end up with two organisations who control the thought of the world. It's that serious. So to counter that, there must be regulation. Even in television, I have to regulate what I can put to wear in commercials. I have to regulate what I have to do for Australian content. They have none. This year, tough year for Seven, but we paid more in tax than Google and Facebook and Netflix together in Australia out of Seven. So how fair is that? Kerry Stokes, can I ask you about the press coverage of Donald Trump? I've never experienced such left-wing total commitment from networks to almost to destruction, regardless of whether he does good things or not, they seem determined to actually tear him down. And even with the tax cuts, which are obviously good for America, they are attacking him. And it's, I've never seen this before. And what, what do you think he can do anything to counter it? Is no, it does he talk about it? I actually thought when I read for fake news was, yeah. was, 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 a, was some form of personal um, um, uh, 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 activity of his, but having seen it here, he is right. They actually are making up news that's contrary to, to anything to do with him. And he's got his faults, but the things that are said and done are not necessarily reflective of what he's doing. Thank you, Kerry Stokes. Great to hear your insights. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.